desires are not sent to torment you, they're sent to guide you. And she said that to me a number of years ago. And I thought, I love that because sometimes we're like, why can't I be like everybody else? Oh my God, I wish I didn't even feel this way. <laughs> that desire is like your GPS. It's, it's saying to you, there's something more for you. And I think when you connect to that and you connect to the vision and you go, I just want to serve people. I want to do this. I just have this desire in my heart to do it. Mm. When you reconnect to that, then it opens everything back up again. And from there, you can look at like the tiny, tiny next step. Yes. It doesn't have to be huge. It might be having a conversation with one person about it. Yes. It might be writing yourself a letter about it. It might be writing a Facebook post about it. Whatever feels like, I'm just going to do something. Mm -hmm. Because action breeds action, as you will know. Welcome to the Fearless and Successful podcast brought to you by Coach D. That is me. And it is designed for change makers just like you. I am an international success and business coach, and I love, love, love supporting you on your journey to ultimate health, happiness, and freedom. I obsess on all things mindset mastery and business strategy that allow you to design the life on your own terms. This podcast will be led through my three P's, productivity, purpose, and profit. And I will do my best to bring you the industry leaders on these topics. And I am also going to provide you with solo episodes where I'm going to talk about these three P's. If you are ready to dream big, plan for success, and impact the world, let's get this party started. Yeah. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you're listening to another Fearless and Successful show. I'm your host, Coach D, and I have extraordinary Lisa Mitchell tuning in from the UK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is going to be such a great conversation. I just first want to welcome you because you you talk about intuition and how to lead extraordinary life. And these are things that very naturally come to me in this stage of my life. So I think it's going to be such a juicy conversation where I will allow you to coach me through. <laughs> okay, so welcome again. <laughs> it's going to be a one-on-one -on -one session live. So you guys stay tuned because there's going to be a lot of stuff that we can unpack. Um, but before we do that, I want to briefly int introduce Lisa. So Lisa um, Mitchell is a profound and practical whole life coach for visionaries and entrepreneurs on a mission to help more people break free from living lives that lack purpose and instead create extraordinary, extraordinary lives and businesses that are driven by real direction and are passionate, joyful, and exciting. Mm -hmm. mm. That's me. <laughs> oh my goodness. And you're very uh, intuitive and insightful coach. So you guys buckle up. Um, there are a lot of insights be, to be expected on this conversation because I just feel the vibe. I feel such a great connection. And um, to start off, I would love for Lisa to share. How did you start it? What, what's your story? Yeah. 
Yeah, well, I was reflecting on this this morning and I was saying, you know, I love that word fearless. You know, that really makes me excited. And so I love that's what this podcast is about. And, and I was also thinking this morning, I definitely was not fearless in my life up to about age 30, actually. And so I did, as many of my clients do, I'm sure with many people listening to this podcast, had what I determined like a normal life. You know, I grew up in a kind of normal family. I did well at school. I went to university. Um, I did an English degree. I went into publishing on the marketing side. I worked my way up. I was with my university boyfriend, you know, tick, 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 did all the kind of boxes. Um, never knew what I wanted to do. Um, didn't have a sense of purpose. I was just kind of like following these steps. And I was kind of like the original work hard, play hard kind of party girl, actually. And because I didn't, I had no sense of purpose, no inner kind of experience, really. I say that with the benefit of hindsight. Clearly, I didn't know that then. Um, and then, interestingly, I was sent on a, um, a leadership development program with the company I worked with, and it was run by coaches. And I always knew I was very, I think I was always intuitive about people. I loved, I ran a big team, and I loved working with my team. I loved developing them. And so when I went on this program, and there were coaches on this program, I literally, for the first time in my life, I had like, what I describe as an intuitive hit. I just went oh my God, you can make a living doing that, you know? So I was kind of on this program, but watching these guys in action. And I was just like, I I'm, I'm going to be a coach. And it was a quite a weird experience for me because I'd I have that all the time now. But at the time, I never had that sense of having intuitive hits, you know, of kind of like just knowing what the right thing is to do. So that was, you know, um, in my, as I just hit 30, I came out of my relationship, which was a big deal. I've been with that guy for 10 years. I was very kind of dependent on him financially and otherwise. So I came out of that relationship and I transitioned over the next few years, left my job, left London where I lived, moved to live on the coast, which is, I always wanted to live near the sea and started up my own business, which I had no idea what I was doing, but I just kind of like, this felt like the right thing to do <laughs> and so I kind of describe my life in two parts of this sort of normal life of like which I'm sure many can resonate with of like I did this and this and this I did what was expected of me what my parents wanted me to do what everybody else was doing and then I had that moment of clarity of like oh that's what I want to do you know and I've been running my own business ever since for like the last 15 years or so Oh, wow. So would you say that you went from, because I can so relate to that story. Um, we moved actually from, we moved countries actually eight years ago where I left my parents' dream job and dream apartment and everything. Um, we are kind of immigrant family where my parents always taught me to, what you said, work hard, play hard. And it's like really hustle. Um, um, also went to university, found my, my dream job and everything. When I left Slovenia and moved to Sweden, um, that was like, what are you doing? Like you're leaving yeah. everything behind for what? Um, yes. And it was just like, it was something that was screaming inside of me. I'm not happy. I'm not fulfilled. This is maybe normal for some people, but it's just not fulfilling for me. At that time, we had two kids. 
um, under five. And it was like, yeah, we're, we're just going to do it. And that was first transition. And now like moving again, like, you know, separating from my husband what was the second where I just want to leave normal. And I want to, I want to ask you, is it safe to say that when you leave normal and what is socially approved, you get to transition to that extraordinary life? Absolutely. And, and you know, it's interesting because often when I first start having conversations with people and they're still within that realm, so you're still in your marriage or you're still in that job, they're not clear about what they want. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting is when I talk to people, honestly, normally clarity is not the problem. So once you start to get them to connect and, you know, sort of really feel into what they really want, which I think is one of the first stages of the process, they'll say, well, I do, I, you know, I've always wanted to start my own career, but I, or my own business, but I don't have to come out, right? But actually, normally people actually do have a sense of intuition about what they want. And it's interesting because I've thought about this from my perspective, that when I, even before I went to university, I actually wanted to do something like physiotherapy, something like that. Um, nursing, one of those caring kind of professions. And in my dad's view, that was the way, a waste of a brain to do yeah. that. Right. So I was kind of pushed on this academic route. But actually, when I look at it now, I knew I wanted to do a caring job. I knew that I wanted to help people. It's just I didn't exist in that environment where anybody could have that conversation with me. Hmm. So I always say the basis of everything, if you're going to create change, is connection. And taking that time to connect to yourself, to really listen, to journal, you know, because often we're running around being whatever we think we should be. And we're not really listening to what we really desire. I love that. Um, so when did you like, like when did you felt that you you said you, you have your, your business now for 15 years? When did you exactly felt that you're living your purpose? Oh, gosh, I think it's an ever evolving peace right right would you and and this is the the follow-up question like I would love for you to just and I and I feel that it is evolving would you say that we have multiple purposes I think in my language I would say that I think we all have this kind of visionary essence which is consistent so I would say we all have this feeling inside of us of the change that we want to create in the world how we want to be so I can remember being a small child and looking around my family and my life and seeing this whole kind of like, we just have to work hard. Life's not about fun. You know, you get, you don't get something for nothing. Eventually you can retire and have a nice time for a few years. And I can remember even when I was small looking around and going, what? That makes no sense. I don't understand it. It doesn't make any sense. So when I, as I've kind of, you know, got more intuitive about myself, I can look back and say, well, even as a child, I didn't think normal life made sense. And so my purpose has always been around extraordinary, I now call it extraordinary living. And also I talk a lot about revolutionizing how we live and work. So I think that's always been my purpose. And then it's evolved as I've gone. So when I first started my business, I was a consultant for another business. That was where I did my cultural training. And I worked with huge corporations. I worked with hundreds of leaders. And I really got a sense of like how I want to operate. And eventually that wasn't in alignment with that business. So I left and I created more of my own work. Um, I've been talking about bringing energy and consciousness into business for a long time. 
Um, I'm now at another evolution of that. I'm now working with more what I call visionary founders and people who really want to create change in the world mm -hmm. through their businesses. And so I think it's the same thread, the same purpose, but as I evolve, my work evolves and then the work pushes me and then I evolve again. Mm. So I think it's a continual journey of deepening that purpose, if you like. I love that. And, and I remember when I started my coaching business, there was a, I was following Brendan Burchard for, for some while. And he had this quote that he said, like, you can only expand to the extent of your vision. And I became so obsessed with expanding my vision because I was thinking like, if my vision is small, like I, I get to be and live just like really small. And yeah. I, I, this quote, I don't know why, but it stuck with me for last five years. And it was really like, how can I expand? How can I evolve? Um, and more I think about it, more natural progression it is to, to expansion. And my, my question is, did you ever felt when you were expanding and evolving um, that next level is also like really frightening? And how did you overcome that fear? Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I, and I, because I've been through the process, I've probably been through four or five massive transitions. And particularly in the last 10 years, I've gone through a lot of transitions. And so I know my process now is easier for me. I used to just kind of like almost close my eyes and jump it because it was the only way I could do it without letting the fear stop me. Now, when I do things, I do it more consciously. So I, so I will go, I, I've really kind of like um, evolved where I'm working with, with the clients. So I'm working with some, you know, multimillionaire clients now um, in my business. And in order to do that, and in order to work with people who are truly creating change and big legacy in the world, I had to work on my own definition of myself, my own identity. And so I, so my method, I'm not saying this is the right method, but this is how I do it. I tend to jump. Mm -hmm. I, I tend to go, I tend to put it out to the universe. I want to work with these big players. I want to work with these guys that are literally changing the world. That's what I want to do. And I have such a strong desire for that. It's so in me. And then I just let it out there. And I did that about 18 months ago. And then I literally got a phone call from somebody saying, I've got somebody that I think would be amazing for you to coach. Are you looking for new clients? Oh, by the way, she's this multimillionaire founder in the US. She's doing amazing things. She wants to look at her legacy. And I nearly laughed on the phone. I was just like, oh my God, that is exactly what I asked for, right? And so this person came into my life and then I had a little bit of a like, <gasps> oh my gosh, am I qualified to do that? Can I, like, this is a person who's already been hugely successful in her life. So I had a little bit of like, I guess, kind of impostery stuff. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. I have to work on my own. So I'm a big believer in not, um, not just positive affirmations and all of that stuff, but actually feeling the feelings mm -hmm. and going, okay, I'm going to get all this stuff out. What terrifies me about it? What stops me? What's the new beliefs that are coming up about this level? and really working through those things so that I can get into alignment with it. Mm. And once I do that, mm. then the next pieces emerge. So I'm continuing, I mean, I think more and more as I um, grow on this journey, I almost like get to a point and then I'm automatically expanding to the next point. I'm always yes. pushing, pushing, pushing. Not in a masculine way, 
but in a kind of like, okay, so if I want extraordinary, this has now become normal for me. So what's my next extraordinary? So I'm always looking for that next piece. Great. I love this. Um, and I want to ask you, like, because you said, like, I'm tapping into my feminine, but we know that energy, like we have both like masculine and feminine. All my life, I think I operated in uh, masculine because I'm such a doer. And I like I have such a work discipline. Uh, I was always go, 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 push, push, push. Last two years, um, in 2020, I decided that my word for the year is going to be intuition. I'm, I'm going to follow my gut and think what feels good for me. What do I feel like? I believe that work should be fun. If it's not fun, I'm not going to do it. And this was literally like my 2020. If it doesn't feel good for me, why should I bother? Um, so I, I kind of like really left the projects, said no to, to the things and opportunities that didn't fulfill me because I wanted to experiment. What does it feel like to be intuitive? And I guess when people say like, because I saw my mom, she's a hard worker, but she always had this sixth sense. She always felt that something was off, whether that was kids or, you know, a job or whatever. She always felt, and I always like kind of uh, felt strange or not normal because I didn't have that intuition um once I started to develop I noticed that my masculine energy is kind of like going away but still when when I have a project when I have a launch like I'm like all about the doing stuff but I'm also yeah. trying to remind myself who am I being in a in the process like this yeah. visionary and like you really have having that high sense of purpose and, and service to my clients and people who come in contact with me. So I'm asking you, like, would you say that you still have a little bit of that masculine in terms when when it's time to to go um, not pushing, but really surrendering or is just like feminine? Yeah, no, totally. I think you need a balance of both because I, I, I say a lot that, you know, it's, it's great to have a big vision, but then you need to activate it. Yes. You know, yes. Why, as you know, I talk about the profound and the practical. So the profound to me is kind of like, who am I? What am I here to do? Can I listen to my intuition? Can I allow those pieces to pop through? But then I want to kind of like take that and, and get into what I call kind of inspired action. You know, how do I move it into action and take those pieces? Because, you know, again, you know, I, and I used to take action on things, but not necessarily the right things, right? Because I wasn't listening to those intuitive hits up front. So I think for me, and I think it depends where you, where you grew up, what your age is, et cetera. But for me, I grew up in, and I was in business, corporate business, when you, you just were one of the boys, you know, that was the only way to succeed. And so I had a lot of learned behaviors around that masculine. Yeah. And it's take, it's honestly still a big journey for me to not push and drive in a way that isn't productive for me and to be able to listen and reflect and all of those things and allow things to pop in for me rather than driving from that kind of like, right, I have a plan, I must deliver it, you know, and doing all of that. I really want to be in that more intuitive space and what's interesting to me in the last couple of years is my business is now more successful than it's ever been financially and fulfillment wise I yes. would say and I have and I have pushed less than I've ever pushed yes right? yes 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 to this. 
I don't biz dev. I don't like do a lot of sales. I mean, I've been around a while, so people know me and people reach out to me and all of that. But um, but it's very intuitive. And I was really resonating with what you were just saying because I said two years ago, I want to feel like I'm on holiday all the time. Yes. That's what I want my wife to feel like. So I now live, I'm actually moving again. Funnily enough, you've just moved. We are like spiritual twins here. <laughs> yes. So I'm moving again in two weeks and I'm going to live in a house that's five minutes from the sea. Wow. And again, I set that intention a while ago. So for me to be able to walk on the beach every day and then come back and have these awesome conversations, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's that's not work, right? That's just having fun and connection. And so, yeah, I've had a similar dynamic of like going from work work where it has to be serious and hard work mm-hmm. to well, what if it doesn't mm-hmm. you know what if what if we get to hang out with our kids and create our working structure the way we want it to be and have conversations with amazing people and that's enough so you know yeah I love this and I love how you explain like profound and and like practical because I think that very often I I meet people who are and probably we are in this realm where people just love to learn and we are like lifelong learners because if I believe that if you don't learn you don't grow Um, but then you also have to implement what you consume and what you learn and you have to create and a lot of times I see people who are just stuck in that consumption and not creating stuff and not serving um, with purpose and um, I love that you mentioned like taking that inspired action. Uh, oftentimes, like how would I, I operate because I come from business school was like, you know, plan and action. Like, and it was based on plan. And most of the times it was not aligned with what I wanted. It was based on yeah. numbers and projections instead of like really and now when we are in the middle of the launch and now when I feel like, oh, this is not a line, let's just like pivot this. And even if it doesn't make sense in the books, it's like, it makes sense for me. And energetically, yes. I'm feeling it. And I feel like so good. Even if the numbers doesn't come through, don't come through, I have a peace of mind. Like, it's just like, yeah, I feel good. I feel good. I'm going to test it and I'm going to see and I'm going to trust that this is, this has to happen. Um, yeah. I love that. And I love that you yeah. set the intention for the, for the life. I, I love, love, love that. Yeah, go. Yeah. And I, you know, even when I work with, you know, big leaders in business, I will always say to them, okay, what do you want your life to look like? You know, the starting point for me is never like, oh, we need to make you perform better in your job or you need to have a plan to launch your business. My starting point is always kind of like, well, what do you want your life to be? Mm-hmm. And and how do you want to be as a mom and as a businesswoman and as all of these pieces? And again, this has been part of my journey is I think I used to have the two things very separate. So I was somebody as a mom and then I was somebody as a businesswoman. Mm. And one of the things that really helped me to manage the growth in a different way and to be able to evolve faster is that now extraordinary living is my thing. And I talk to my daughter about that, who's nearly 10. And I talk to my clients about that. And I, you know, and I know you've got daughters too, right? So you kind of, it's being able to help her see that extraordinary is possible. Yes. Right? I love that. And, you know, coming out of my divorce and moving house and creating everything we've created, she actually said to me the other day, 
aren't we clever mummy yeah and I said yeah I said well, yes we are what do you mean and she said you know look at everything we've manifested mummy in our mm. life and I just was like oh, that to me is bigger really than any business any you know that she's growing up believing that extraordinary is normal and in actual fact I've had conversations with her recently to say you do know that not everybody lives like us right like because <laughs> she meets people who says oh I can't do that because I haven't got the money and she gives me this weird look as if to say really like that's not even a thing in our house you know? mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. so I think that teaching the next generation and the role that we have as mums is also so you know if you can teach your kids to be fearless amazing gift right and you teach that to your clients and you and you integrate it across your personal and professional life and to me that's been a massive integration and has propelled my success massively Mm, I love that and it it is legacy which when you were mentioning legacy for me like it's not just when I started to think about my legacy when I was starting to write my book and it was actually I was searching for, there was a conversation about our ancestors and and I actually wanted to know more about my ancestors and why I developed belief that I have, but I couldn't find anything. And I was like, huh, I don't want my grandkids or grand grandkids not to know anything about me. I want to, I want to create a legacy where my grand grand, like, you know, my um, legacy will be that people will know about me, but my people, like my family, they will know about me and my life. Um, and that was like such a big inspired um, moment. I was thinking like, this will be such a selfish act, not for anybody mm-hmm. else, but really for me and my family to know more about me. And yeah. that, that is legacy, the, like the first layer of legacy, like really creating the piece of content that's going to be like oh she was known for this and my family will have access to that um and then the second is of course like I want to create a school and it's always like who am I being in this process am I serving beyond just myself or is that like really like you know the higher highest level of of service like can you be of service to someone else um yeah when you when you are mentioning consciousness, and I think when you are at that level of consciousness, that is, you know, really everything is happening through you, and show your kids that that is how it is. Um, yeah. It's just so beautiful, and I think kids sense this. And what you said, like you teach your kids to be fearless. I believe that kids are already fearless, but we adults yes. instill the fear into them. Like, be careful when yeah. you climb, be careful when you, you know, jump. Um, we kind of like have our own patterns and beliefs that we just project to them. And I think like, Absolutely. for me, it's just so beautiful. I love to encourage my kids to do crazy stuff, um, to do like step off the brakes and just be that courageous, brave humans that they are born to be and explore stuff while they go they will learn you know Uh, I'm not the mom who will say like don't touch the oven it's like you know I'm not like try we all try that you know Um, and they learn through experiences Uh, I think experiential learning is the best learning absolutely and when you talk about intuition you know again kids are naturally creative and we are naturally creative and intuitive Mm -hmm. it's just that the 
environments that that we've grown up in and and the, and the collective consciousness that we've grown up in has not been that broadly you know and so I, I also you know I talk a lot about being the one that creates the change you know so in your family you've made a decision to be the one that creates the change right that you you almost break the ancestral patterns and you they know I'm going to be selfish and not that it's selfish actually but you know, to develop myself, to be this thing, to show people that there's a different way. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, you know, hugely powerful to be that change maker. And I suspect a lot of your audience and your clients are those change makers, right? They're the ones that, that are different from the norm, you know, are the ones that are breaking the patterns. And that's not always an easy place to be. Right. And um, I want to talk about be- this because... I think that people who are listening to this now, they are feeling, yeah, but it's easy for you or it's easy for you, Lisa, you know, um, but I feel stuck. And this is the the most common question. Like when you feel stuck um, and I want you to kind of walk us through when they feel or we feel stuck um, in making a decision, what is the best way to go through that? Yeah. And I, I will come back to connection so what happens when you're stuck is really that you've you've embodied an idea or a thought about something that has paralyzed you. It's that that fight or flight fear response, right? Um, and we've convinced ourselves ultimately that something's not possible. That's when we feel stuck, right? And I always say to people that feeling powerless is the worst feeling yeah. of like, I'm just in this spot, I can't move, I feel powerless, there's nothing I can do. And it's never true that there's nothing you can do there's always a next thing that you can do. And so I say to people, if they're stuck, the first thing is connection. So I love being on the beach. I can step on a beach and all my worries disappear. (laughs) So, you know, it's about like just letting go, stepping out, not trying to solve it from a stuck place because you can't do that, but to step out, to do the thing that makes you happy. You know, and that might be hanging out with your kids. It might be like going for a run. It might be being in nature. But don't try and solve it from that stuck place you can't. You need to take yourselves out and just take some time out, hang out with your friends, have fun, go and drink a cocktail, do whatever the thing is that makes you happy, right? Mm-hmm. And then from that place, reconnect back to the vision. Oh, okay, wow. so what, what is it that I really want? Like, why is this important to me? What, what is it that means I can't let go of this. And a very good friend of mine says this thing, which is that desires are not sent to torment you. They're sent to guide you. Mm. And she said that to me a number of years ago. And I thought, I love that because sometimes we're like, why can't I be like everybody else? Oh my God, I wish I didn't even feel this way. (laughs) That desire is like your GPS. It's, It's saying to you, there's something more for you. And I think when you connect to that and you connect to the vision and you go, I just want to serve people. I want to do this. I just have this desire in my heart to do it. Mm. When you reconnect to that, then it opens everything back up again. And from there, you can look at like the tiny, tiny next step. Yes. It doesn't have to be huge. It might be having a conversation with one person about it. Yes. It might be writing yourself a letter about it. It might be writing a Facebook post about it. Whatever feels like, I'm just going to do something. Mm-hmm. Because action breeds action, as you will know, you know, and so Clarity. <laughs> you, get, you get in the feeling and then you take an action. Then you think, oh, I did something. 
oh my god I did that like I actually created that mm. I was brave I had the conversation with the person who I thought was going to shut me down they didn't shut me down because we're reprogramming really we're kind of going we're saying to our brain and our system it's okay look I did something and it was okay the world did not end People don't think I'm a crazy person, right? My family didn't disown me. <laughs> All those stories that we make up in our brain. Mm -hmm. It's sometimes the smallest things. And I'm a big vision person. I get in this trap myself because I'm such a big vision person. Yeah. But sometimes I have this whole thing mapped out and my coach will say to me, okay, and what are you going to do right now? <laughs> it's so it's so funny because I sometimes feel that my team just needs to I'm this helium balloon they just like sometimes wonder like and they need to pull me down like hey this is the next step you're too like you're going too high oh, yeah. and it's so much fun because it happens to us and then what I have uh, trouble like sometimes I have trouble with connecting with people who have this um narrowed focus because I have such a big like my 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 mind is so open and when I when I coach through people that have like yeah I have to focus and this is the thing like and, and they're thinking like we really tunnel vision I'm just like why don't you see the whole big picture <laughs> like it's, it's so hard for me but I love how you actually created this framework so when you feel stuck and this is, you fearless people, when you're listening to this, I want you to pause and really take action on this because there is something that you want right now. And what Lisa said, your desire was put into you with a meaning. It has a meaning and it's created for you. It's not there just to like, you know, freak you out. It's really to inspire you <laughs> because it's your vision. It's your desire. It's your burning desire. So act on it. Um, yeah. And if you feel like you're stuck, go and do something fun. I love to build Lego, like Lego blocks. Like they're my favorite because I got into a creative mode. And right now when we were like, people were asking me, why do you build your own furniture? I love building furniture because it, I get to be creative. Um, it's just so much yeah. fun. Like, Ikea has like this great instruction and I get to be like, it's my job. It's a work. It's a very yeah. hard work. It's a hard work, you guys. But I, I don't get. I'm tired. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm I'm tired. I'm physically tired. But I get so inspired yeah. when I build it, and I see like, wow, this is the creation. I build it myself, and it's so inspiring. And and back to that, we had a conversation recently. Also, why do we get burned out? It's not because of the hard work and being tired physically. It's because you um, you're not aligned with your purpose. This is where you mentally get burned out, right? You're not burned out because you are working hard. So this is a big distinction. So go and connect yeah. and do something that is really fun for you. It can be like connecting with nature, go and hug a tree or sit on the ground, like whatever, like just get grounded. And the next thing, like connect back to your vision. And then the third step, act, take a small step. Yeah. And you will feel that once you take that next tiny step, you will feel inspired and everything will unfold. The next step will come. You don't need to see the 10th step. You just need to find that first one. I love that. Yeah. And I, I call it like following breadcrumbs. I think yes. when you're, particularly when you're in the stages, first stages of your journey, you don't know the whole step yet, yes. the whole journey. And if you try and predict it, you'll probably constrain it. 
-hmm. You know, the best things that happened in my business are things that I could never possibly have predicted. And somebody phones me or this happens or that happens. And I just go, wow, I will never put myself in that space. But I love it. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, and I would say like, be prepared to be like surprised and delighted, Mm -hmm. you know, have your plan and take action. And that's all lovely, but you can only do that from your limited human experience to date. If we allow ourselves to let the universe surprise and delight us, then things pop in that you just think, wow, that is, you know, I mean, I'm sure for you, like starting a podcast, which I've done too, was not the most logical step in my business, right? (laughs) I love it. It's my favorite. Having these conversations is my favorite. (laughs) I love it. I could do this all day long. Like, seriously, this is Thursdays are for podcasting. And I just love Thursdays. I live for Thursdays because one, I get to connect one-on-one with extraordinary human beings. And two... I get to be my, my, myself. I get to like really experience myself in, in this, you know, really amazing state where I don't need to be anyone else. Like I don't need to be a perfect mom. I don't need to be a perfect coach. I just get to interact on a human level. And that's just so amazing. I love, I love podcasting. And I would say that's my other tip is, is find your community. Yeah. You know, and surround yourself because you're you're so right in your description of yourself as a visionary you know and and again this is true of all the people that I interact with in my world my kind of tribe if you like but you know as visionaries we can already see 10 steps into the future and when we talk to other people sometimes we're just like how can you not see this thing that I'm seeing it's so obvious to me right so surround yourself with other people who get that who can go me too. I feel like that. I want to create an amazing life for me and my family. Yeah. You know, I'm not prepared to stay in my marriage if it doesn't make me happy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to push the boundaries. You know, find those people, have those conversations because it makes you realize you're not the only weirdo out there, right? <laughs> and we can, us weird people can come together and support and be yes. with each other. And it, so important to do that because shout out to all the crazy people who are changing the world (laughs) absolutely yeah I love that quote the misfits and the rebels right we all have to hang out together because otherwise we're just like one crazy voice um, on our own (laughs) that's such a big thing because I think that um we will always one of my mentors always said you either choose to spend with energy drainers or energy givers like it's always it's always a choice and when you have a community like I think that's the first thing and also like getting the support from people like asking actually for the support um you can have a community but if you don't ask for the support or you don't don't ask for opinion or feedback like what's the purpose so ask like ask your people because and one be open-minded about constructive feedback because the the community that you're surrounded by if they're like really like visionaries like yourself um they will probably give you something with you know without heart like you don't have to take this hard feelings or whatever i i was always like feeling someone wants to improve me why should they improve me but it's like take it with with a you know with 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 open mind and open heart people generally wants to help you yeah and I think again when you come from that intuitive space people can feel that if I'm holding your growth 
and I can see who you are you know I can really see who you are at your kind of soul level and I say things from there it doesn't land badly you know and I and that's why I think you have to survive surround yourself with high vibe people because often what happens if people are not in your vibe not at your level of consciousness they say things they think they're being helpful but actually they're just expressing their own fears. Yes. You know, yes. do you know that 95% of businesses fail? Have you thought about this? Really? Yeah, that's never occurred to me, you know? <laughs> but they're not trying to pull you down. It's just, they're just their truth. Yeah. Their truth. Yeah, exactly. But you don't want too much of that, particularly in the early stages. You want yes. people to go, yeah, go for it. Live your desires. Be extraordinary. Be fearless. Right. <laughs> so good. Oh, my goodness. I want to respect your time, but we definitely could do another hour of conversation. Yeah. One thing that you mentioned, I would love to piggyback on your podcast. Um, I would love for you to just briefly mention who is this podcast for? And we're going to uh, link the, the podcast to the show notes. But who is this podcast for and why they should listen to your podcast? Yeah. So the podcast is called the Visionary Founders Podcast with Lisa Mitchell. And it comes because I've had the privilege and experience of working with some big founders in my career. So I've worked with Jamie Oliver's organization. I've worked with Charlotte Tilbury. I've worked with Nessa Corte. I've worked with these like, like seeing these amazing visionaries in action. And I believe that we all have that visionary essence in us. Mm -hmm you know, and I want to kind of, I wanted to share my last 15 years experience of working with these people and seeing them in action and saying, well, how can we all live that way? How can we all live from our vision and our desires? So it's particularly aimed at you if you want to start a business, but actually there's a lot of really valuable mindset and, you know, visionary kind of um, essence stuff in there. So if you're thinking you want to live in a visionary way, then it's definitely for you. Oh, I love that. Yeah, definitely check this out. And if people want to connect with Lisa, what's the best way to connect with you? Yeah, so I'm, I'm on social media on all the normal kind of channels. If you search Lisa Mitchell, find me or go and look on my website, which is lisamitchell.co.uk. And that will guide you through everything that I've got. Oh, there were so much goodies. Um, I absolutely love this. Um, but was there like anything that I forgot to ask you and you would love to mention? Because we, yeah, there was a lot of nuggets. I wrote down a whole bunch of stuff. But is there anything that, hey, I had this burning desire to share this on, on this podcast. Now is your chance. <laughs> yeah, do you know that I, I was actually listening to some of your previous episodes earlier this morning. And one of the things, you asked somebody, what's the one word that describes your journey? Mm. And it really struck me. And, and it's something that I, it's been a big learning point for me. And I, I wish I'd known this earlier. So the big word for me, my journey has actually been trust. Oh. And, you know, to really trust again in that intuition, that desire, oh, it's maybe a bit emotional, um, that, that intuition and that desire and to trust, you know, as Gabby Bernstein would say that your the universe has your back. Mm-hmm. And the more you trust in that desire, the more you follow your own path, and I know you've done this too, the more things will unfold beautifully for you. Yeah. And it won't be logical. It won't make any sense. You're going to have to feel like you're being brave at times, but it's where magic lies. And I, I know that now in my journey. And if I could talk to myself 15 years ago, I would have said trust. Yeah. Just trust and follow the breadcrumbs and it will all emerge beautifully. 
So beautiful. And I'm going to add like believe and bet on yourself. You guys, you know, I believe in that each and every one of you. Like I really do. And Lisa probably too. She knows that you are meant for more. But I really want you to believe in yourself. While you were listening to this and we get, Lisa gave you some great action steps, have a trust and faith in you because you are the only person that limits yourself and can expand yourself. Absolutely. I totally agree. Yay! So good. Thank you so much, Lisa, for tuning in. Um, I hope we get to reconnect on some other occasion because this was so good. It was so aligned. It was so in tune. Um, I loved, loved, loved everything you shared with us. Um, so yeah, hope to catch up soon. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on. Yes. Ciao. <laughs> Thank you so much, Fearless Soul, for taking the time to jump in today and listen to this episode. I know your time is the most valuable asset, so I don't take this lightly. As a sign of appreciation, I would love to give you free access to my 21-day Mindset Mastery and Business Strategy program. All you need to do is take a screenshot of this episode and tag me in EG Stories. Until next time, dreamer. Mwah.